Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of BM Group, and joining me is Associate Hannah Garcia. Hello, everybody. Today we're wrapping up the week in Austin politics and general news for the week of January 8th. And it's been a eventful week and uh, as we head into the weekend and we'll see that in, in next week and more to come on that. But let's start with top of the line, uh, top of the news. Austin Community College considers offering free tuition to high schoolers who graduate this spring. Big news, Austin Community College is by footprint the largest edu- higher uh, largest institution institution of higher education in the region um, serving you know tens of thousands of students what are your thoughts on this no I think this is great uh, as someone who went to uh, high school um, kind of in the Austin Community College's service area this is something I definitely would have taken advantage of uh, you know I was going to a four-year university but one of the great things about Austin Community College is um, they offer your elective courses so much cheaper and so um, that's one of the things I did. I took Spanish all the way through Spanish for there. Uh, and so that's something I would have taken advantage of right out of high school in summer just to get those um, courses done. So I think this is great and will provide more options to our, our growing population here who, you know, I think this was, was a quote somebody already said, um, but, you know, those people who may not necessarily think they can afford college but then having the option to get any kind of um, training, whether that be in a um, specific trade or vocation or um, an associate's degree. Yeah, it's significant. And I think they, uh, you know, in line with our region's workforce needs, and I think just getting more students into higher, edu- higher education will normally do it. I think it's a boon. And I agree, if I had been graduating with this kind of option, then I think I would have taken it, or parents would maybe take it. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a strong value. I mean, so the school's already a value without that. But, yeah, I think it's something – it's being – Partially, being able to do this because of HB eight, which passed last legislative session during the last regular legislative session, but it allocated an additional six point seven million dollars to to ACC, and so they're able. This program overall is going to cost around, if they were to do it, about seven million. So they're able to generally facilitate that through this one-time allocation. Ideally, maybe in the future we'll see more of that, but. I know uh, it's you know a lot of students are going to be happy, but to hear that news. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. And then we have a just a we posted in the show we'll have it in the show in the show notes but uh, just city manager interim interim city manager Garza had his 2023 year review memo posted earlier this week uh, his first 2023 or his first year review memo and uh, his last presumably yeah uh, and so as he's interim and um, but thoughts on the memo um pretty standard I think we've been hearing him say you know the big big uh, three key things that he wanted to do is, you know, get transportation a lot clearer and transparent between not only the departments and the city manager's office, but the city manager's office, council, and the mayor's office as well. Uh, and so I think he's been doing that. Additionally, um, you know, just bringing stability to the city during a very tumultuous time. Um, I think he's successfully done that. You know, we're at a period of time where I think we're a lot more stable uh, and we're able to get things done because of that. So, you know, he's he's been saying, you know, back to the basics and the the bias towards action era. Uh, and he's, he's definitely stuck to that. And I think that memo reflects it as well. Yeah. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes. And then continuing on, the city manager search. And so we talked about this on a special show on Monday when the posting, when the job application or job posting for Austin's new city manager became open by Mosaic Partners. Um, and again, that's going to continue. The posting will be open through February 12th. 
And at that point, um, I know that there will be some community and other, other engagement aspects going on. Um, but the council should, or at least, at least there's probably a desire to have someone selected by April or so. We'll see if it sticks to, if that occurs, or, or early to mid-April, I think, was the was a projected goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think all the councils we've been involved with and seen or engaged with, I think this one, you know, based off Pat last year's ability to deliver, deliberate thoughtfully, but also achieve solid policy outcomes, or at least policy passages, I, I see this occurring. Yeah, no, know? I agree. They're, they're definitely, um, just even looking at a lot of the land use policy, they're accomplishing a lot of that well before the dates that they give themselves as deadlines. So they're, they're definitely getting things done. So I think, you know, as long as they do everything legally and responsibly and ethically, they have no issue getting it done as quick as possible. Yeah, I mean, I think you're definitely community engagement will be significant or will be thought will be of mind, top of mind for, for, for people who are council watchers and different community groups. I think, um, you know, and, and Austin is known for its community engagement nationally and it's, it's the level of engagement that typically the city has conducted on public issues like this. And so I think it will be a bit interesting to see where is that line, what is enough and what is not considered enough by some people. I'm sure that, that will exist. Yeah. Right. But um, more to come on that and most likely later on this quarter, the beginning of, uh, of next. And then we have a new, a new interim CEO of the airport. Yes. And that was announced, I think it was announced in the memo last Friday, yeah. but it, it was it was, or the stories were published on it earlier this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think just continuation of things, the lot hurt the predecessor interim CEO had formerly been the, the permanent CEO of Austin Airport from 2001 to 2019. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of, you know, some big things happening at the airport too. We kind of forget about that unless you're flying in or out of there, but there are some big contracts coming up to begin the development or the build out of a new concourse. I mean, our, the Austin airport has been, we've been under capacity or over capacity, overused for several, several years. I mean, there's a pause from the pandemic, but even before then we were well over, over capacity for the amount of volume that comes through here and it's only going to increase. And so a new concourse is coming, I think by the end of the decade and, um, yeah, on with that. Yeah, good good for the Austin Airport expanding. Mm. I used it quite recently mm -hmm. a few times, and it was, no matter what time of the day, it always felt very busy. Yeah, there's there once in a while there would be these lulls. I don't, you know, it just kind of happens with scheduling, right? Like, wow, it's totally empty in here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it stays packed. Um, and then next week, we have councils back in session for their first meetings of the year. Yeah, they will be back on Tuesday, the 16th, for a very cold work session oh we should talk about that so yeah. for those in the austin area um we, we are expecting a, a severe cold snap sometime sunday evening into yeah. monday like significant into like the, the teens the teens so it's it's for sure gonna freeze um i've been told by my grandparents and parents to uh get everything ready like saturday night going into sunday because you know um there's been reports that it might come earlier uh, you know, you never really know with Texas weather, especially. So, you know, let those those faucets drip, cover up those pipes and any exposed, um, you know, faucets um, just so you don't lose any pipes or um, have anything bad happen to your home. Or yeah, I mean, yesterday was 70 degrees. Yeah, so. it's, been, it's been beautiful this week, but 
Um, I mean, it's cold today. You can feel it's coming in. But yesterday was kind of warm. The East Coast got it like a week ago. Yeah. So I think it the Well, they have the infrastructure for that. So I agree. Be prepared. Um, if you haven't made your HEB runs yet, this is, it's Friday right now. For, we're recording this at 413. Get out to HEB. Get out to Trader Joe's, wherever your store is. And I, don't, I mean, we're not, we're not predicting any like, rain or, or kind of snow or icy conditions it, on the it ground. It might snow on Monday. Mm-hmm. Which is... What, flurry? Is, was it ice? I mean... I have no clue. It's going to be freezing. We though. shall see. Yeah. So, uh, and with that, you know, I think we're, we will actually see if they, if, if work session continues or most likely be virtual. I think the City Hall Chamber already, they've announced they're closing City Hall that day. I'm not 100%. Okay. But I, I don't doubt it just because, you know, when it gets cold here, the weather um, typically affects our infrastructure negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you know that's by design or not. And this winter storm response too, I think members may want to customers may want to potentially be out in the community. We'll and see. Ken Snipes, our homeland security um, oh, yeah? officer, uh, said that uh, everything's been weatherized, so they're not expecting anything bad. Or Cot also said they don't expect anything bad, so everything should be fine. All all's well. All's well. Um, well, we'll be. If but, anything, go ahead. Uh, at the uh, alleged council work session that should take place on Tuesday, they'll be discussing committee membership. So that's going to be those committees of council, such as the Audit and Finance Committee, the Mobility Committee, and the Public Safety Committee. All right, and the council's back in for regular meeting, a regular meeting on that Thursday, the 8th, which is the uh, 18th. Yes, which is a big day. Um, this is kind of, you know, almost a year later, we're back to talking about the police contract. Oh, yes. So if, if you don't remember... A year ago, we, we just about lost our uh, our city manager partly because of the city of the city's negotiations with the Austin Police Association. But you know, there's been some turnover, and Kirk Watson, our mayor, has um, presented a um, an item on this coming week's council meeting that will um, kind of address a, that APA contract and what it will look like, and hopefully, we'll get one. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put a link to that a link to the council agenda in the show notes. But yeah, that should definitely. Be an active day for testimony, I'd imagine. And the, the agenda's got posted earlier today, yes, so yes. it's. Uh, I'm. I'm almost certain. I would. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked there wasn't some testimony, vigorous testimony on that item. Yes. Yes. I think we'll we'll definitely see a lot of people out there, not only because it's the first meeting, but because of the magnitude of the items on this meeting. Oh yes, because there are definitely folks who want to keep who 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 refer for the negotiations and all that. So more to come on that. Um, but y'all have a great weekend. Stay, if you're in Austin, stay warm, get prepared, and uh, or get prepared and stay warm. Say that. Otherwise, though, have a great weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend, everybody.